Hey everyone, I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. Thank you for your kind words about our new home. I'm very excited about it and I appreciate all your prayers and continued prayers for the person that's going to move into this home and um, that the right person will come along. We think that the right buyer is out there but can't make a move or anything until the, after the first of the year. So we're just leaving that all in God's hands. This timing is certainly perfect. I worked this weekend a good bit on um, some changes that will be happening to my website um, as we approach the first of the year, which is 12 days away. Um, we have 12 days left in January, I mean in December. And then we will start January 2nd, Monday, January 2nd, with our psalm study. And make sure that you are on my mailing list, not to receive feeds from my website, but my mailing list. Bottom right-hand side of my sidebar shows you where to fill in your information and submit to be on my mailing list. Um, and I'll be sending all the um, ins and outs and everything, the happenings about our study uh, probably an email blast will go out at the end of this week. So be looking for that. Be looking for that in your email box by the end of the um, week. And I realize that it'll be Christmas. So I want to get it out before Christmas. And then um, we will probably not have, well, I don't know, Christmas is on, yeah. We won't have a, a, a post for the 26th um, of December because Christmas is on that Sunday. But we will have one on Friday, um, the 23rd, but we just won't have one on Monday. But anyways, be looking for that. Um, make sure if you're interested that you're on the email list. And if every uh, anyone you know that's interested, make sure they're on the email list. Um, uh, to our lesson today, I've always wondered this when new commercials come out is new and improved. This is the new and improved. And many of the products are products that I've used and I, I just want to go, who said that something was wrong with them anyways that, the, that they needed to change? Because newer is not always better. Doesn't always need to be improved. However, Christ saw that, or God saw that, the covenant that he had made earlier with his people needed to be improved. In fact, he used the words old, um, he used the word obsolete and out of date to describe the old covenant in Hebrews 8, 13, and laid out the better covenant and the better promises um, in his son, through his son, Christ Jesus. So sometimes newer is better. I'm not convinced all the time newer is better, but in our case, for the covenant, newer is better. I thought it was interesting. He told us why he had to make the new covenant very clearly. They're written in verse 8. He says, they did not remain faithful to my covenant, uh, the old covenant, and, and they weren't able to do that. They did not have the guidance of the Holy Spirit. They did have a prophet, a priest, uh, prophets and priests, and they did have uh, the animal sacrifices, the yearly animal sacrifices that um, the high priest would make behind the Holy of Holy Curtain um, on behalf of their sins. But what it did not do was it did not clear the conscience of the sinner and therefore they were constantly reminded of their sins they were not able to remain faithful 
And so therefore, a new and better plan had to be made. A better covenant and better promises. That sounds like a logo on some kind of um, a new store or something, doesn't it? But as I was reading, the new covenant, the ideas of the new covenant, those promises of the new covenant were laid out for us, uh, for me. And I just wanted to share with you what I picked up. And perhaps you saw things that I didn't see, but these are the things that I saw that came out as a result or promises of the new covenant. Um, instead of trying to keep the law and work hard to keep the law and remember the law on their own, he says in the new covenant, he's going to write his laws on our minds and on our hearts. And he, we have the gift of the Holy Spirit, that, that blessed reminder in John 14, 26, that comes along and that helps us to remember. But he writes them on our hearts and on our minds. And when they're written on our hearts and on our minds, we're less likely to turn our back against them. We, are, we live with our heart on our sleeves, most of us. And once we've committed our hearts and our minds to something, it's very difficult to get us to turn and switch away from that. So he knew writing them on our hearts and our minds would definitely be beneficial to us and to him, and it would help us remain faithful. He will be our God. He will forgive us of our wickedness in this new promise. He will cleanse the consciences of the people, and I love that, because we're not able to do that ourselves. We, we have to... We have to willfully choose to take the negative thoughts captive and make them obedient unto Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. In the flesh, we're not able to do that. But through the new covenant and the receiving of the Holy Spirit, we are able, he is able to clear our conscience because we can then take those thoughts captive, make them obedient to Christ and his truths, and therefore they no longer affect our minds. Then, under this new covenant, the promise is that it will, he will not remind us of our sins year after year after year. Each year when the priest went in to sacrifice the um, animal for the sins of the people, they were constantly reminded of their sin every year. And when our sins are forgiven, as it says in 8.12, our wickedness, we don't have to remember them anymore. The only person that remembers our sin, unfortunately, is us. And there again, we need to go back to that capturing the negative and the wrong thoughts with the fact, the promise that we are forgiven and defeat that lie and clean and clear the conscience, uh, our conscience. He makes perfect those who are becoming holy in 10.14. And I thought of the verse in 2 Timothy if we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. So because his people were unable to remain faithful, and he can't deny who he is, which is faithful, he sent God, his son, sent us a Savior to right this and to right the wrongs and to make better a better covenant. The better covenant there is that he died for all of our sins and the better promise is that we have complete forgiveness and 
eternal life. God can be trusted for his promises, to keep his promises. The writers of Hebrew, the writer of Hebrew tells us in 1023. And I loved in 1018, and I just feel really strongly that someone needs to hear this today, is that there are no, there's no need for any more sacrifices, none whatsoever. So what we need to do is we need to take ourselves off the altar. We need to take our self-worth off the altar. We need to take our dignity, our joy, our honor, all of these things that we are sacrificing because for some reason we feel guilty because of the sins that we've committed. We feel unworthy because of the lifestyle that we've lived or maybe the lifestyle we're living that's not pleasing to Christ. But there, just as there are no need for any blood sacrifices any longer, animal sacrifices any longer, God does not expect us to pay a penalty for our sins because the penalty was paid at Calvary. So sweet friend and sister in Christ, Whoever is listening to me that needs to hear this today, take your joy back. Take your dignity and your honor, your self-worth back. You do not have to have it on a sacrifice until Christ comes again. Your eternal life did not start, does not start when you leave this earth. It starts when Christ comes into your heart. That is when eternity starts. Your forgiveness is received and you no longer have to live under the old covenant because we have a better covenant with better promises. So let's just let that sit with us today that we we don't have to walk around hanging our heads high, uh, low. I, I, I know a, a woman who stayed with a man was, was pregnant out of wedlock and, and stayed with the man, the father of the child. But you know what? He physically abused him, her. He sexually abused her. He emotionally abused her and mentally abused her. But because she had the sin of getting pregnant premarital sex outside of the bonds of marriage. She believed the lie that this was the life she was supposed to live because of her. This was going to be her punishment. And life was stolen for her from her for years, the life that God intended her to have because she lived the lie. She sacrificed the things when there was no need for any sacrifice. So lift your head. He is the lifter of heads, scripture tells us. And we no longer have to sacrifice these things of ourselves because of something that we've done because he doesn't remember them once he's forgiven them. So we need to have the same forgetfulness of our sins as he did under the better covenant and the better promise, better promises. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful Monday and I will see you tomorrow, Tuesday face to face.